Now, it's time to put it all on the table through mediation. Your host, Teresa E. Keeves, is a professional mediator, here to educate, inform, enlighten, and inspire everyone about the great benefits in the process of professional mediation to resolve conflicts, disagreements, and disputes relating to business or personal matters. Now, here's your host, Teresa E. Keeves. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into my show. My name is Teresa E. Keeves, and I am your host for Put It All on the Table through Mediation on TalkZone.com Internet Radio. Now, this show marks my one-year anniversary with TalkZone.com. Thank you. Thank you for the applause. I really appreciate it. I can hear it through my radio. And I want to give a, a shout out to my Dave. He's been with me for a whole year. Fantastic. And, um, I feel very blessed to, to, uh, that he and I are working together. Well, it's another beautiful day here in Arizona. The temperature has decreased, um, because it is wintertime. And, uh, today high is going to be like, um, 79 degrees and the low is going to be 49. Brr, that's cold to us here in Arizona. <laughs> um, as I was times, guys, that, Regardless of the weather, God only gives beautiful days for me to do all of the positive things that I need to do within the course of a day. Now, today, listeners, the topic of my show is re-educating the educated and educating the uneducated. And my guest is the world's best mental health therapist, Reginald C. Campbell, my brother. I am excited, you guys, as I'm doing well in the ratings department here on TalkZone.com pertaining to my show. And for that, I'm very grateful to God and to all of you who tune into my show, whether it's live or you're downloading the podcast or listening to the archive shows. Uh, just so, you know, I'm just so grateful for all of you out there. And uh, keep listening and uh, tell all your family members, your coworkers and friends about my show and to tune in. Okay. I'm going to bring my brother on in a few moments, but first, um, there, there was that but. I have a few things to say. Now, um, the first one is um, to all of the veterans here in this country, as yesterday was Veterans Day, and I want to know, and I want you guys to know that I respect you, all you veterans out there, that I appreciate you for your service, your bravery, and care that you have given to this country. And for all of those who have had their loved ones lost in combat and or missing in action, my heart goes out to you and I wish you peace. Okay. Now, I want to give another shout out. And this one is to my great and talented daughter-in-law, Annie Daniel. Um, she is the mother of my fabulous grandchildren, Tierra and Marty. I talked about her last year this time as we we're collaborating for Thanksgiving dinner. And um, she's married to my oldest son, who recently retired from the Air Force, Master Sergeant Paris Martin Daniel. Well, she got a big promotion, you guys, on her job. She is now Flight Chief of Resource Management for Luke Air Force Base here in Arizona. Okay, thank you for the applause. I I, I know I applauded her too, and I I just want to say I'm very proud of her and all of her accomplishments and congratulations Annie okay I, all right let's switch gears here guys I have I have I have a question for you okay um did any of you take a look at Donald Trump on SNL aka Saturday Night Live this past Saturday 
Well, now, here's the thing. They said that it's been reported that the ratings were up from the past four years. Okay, I have two things to say. Really? And why? (laughs) Was it because of a bunch of looky-loos who just wanted to see what he was going to say and do? That's all. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay, now moving on. All right, I have an announcement. And my announcement is Nicholas Shepard. He's a former basketball player for the Phoenix Suns. Well, he is going to be my guest on my show on December 10th at 8 a.m. Now, remember, we, um, you know, because I broadcast out of Illinois, spring of fall back thing here in the Valley, we don't. Um, but because I broadcast out of Illinois, I'm, I'm now at 8 a.m. So it's 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. But please do go to TalkZone.com and check out the the time that this show is going to be coming on in your area. And and I'm still working on the, the title of the show. Now, he's going to be um, a guest along with my brother, Reginald C. Campbell, Martin Daniel, my son, and I have them together. They are educated and sports enthusiasts that I know. And they were, they're going to be joining Nicholas um, on a panel discussion. I can tell you that we're going to discuss the benefits of mediation in the sports arena and also what Nicholas is doing now that he is no longer in the NBA. Okay. Now, I met Nicholas uh, last Monday because I train um, – teenagers, uh, high school students um, for peer mediation. I've been doing this now for like six years, and it's a very rewarding uh, thing to do because it's helping um, individuals to learn how to resolve their differences, um, you know, at, you know, better. And that's how I met Nicholas. He, Nicholas, he was our keynote speaker. He gave a, an excellent speech. And uh, so uh, keep that in mind. December 10th, 8 a.m., Nicholas Shepard going to be a panel discussion with my brother Rachel C. Campbell and my son Paris Martin Daniel and um, so I'm telling you so tune be sure you mark your calendars and uh, this is going to be a good discussion all right so now let's get to let's bring on my brother Reginald good morning Reginald morning. and um, I just want to quickly um, piggyback on uh, wishing all of the veterans uh, veterans happy Veterans Day yesterday and mm-hmm. uh, and that veteran includes uh, our brother and your son, Paris. Uh, mm-hmm. so he's a veteran. And also just want to piggyback on Annie's promotion, uh, who Uncle Red calls Schnookum. Yeah, I call her Schnookum. Yeah, so what? Anyway, <laughs> uh, <I> just, <laughs> that's my girl. Love her dearly, and I'm very proud of her and her uh, new promotion. And she's going to do bang-up things in that position. That's why. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I would like uh, to now I'm going to piggyback on something that you said. Um, uh, the um, oldest uh, brother, um, he was in the Army. And, um, and I do need to give a shout out to him. Thank you, Reginald. That that just kind of like went over my head. And now uh, this is, uh, you know, this this is a very smart guy. That was this is a very smart guy. And um, he was he was excellent in the army. As a matter of fact, he was a sharpshooter in the army, and he would go around teaching other guys, you know, how to um, increase their 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 shooting, you know, um, expertise and things like that. So his name is uh, Roderick Earl Campbell. So shout out to him too. Okay, 
Yep. So how are how are you uh, today, Reginald? I'm good. Um, happy and thankful to be up and about and enjoying this beautiful day, beautiful sunshine in the Valley of the Sun. Mm-hmm. And uh, is today? Oh, what is today's date? Day the eleventh. Yeah, no, today is the 12th, and this marks my one-year anniversary here on Talk Zone. And uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm very happy, 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 happy about that. You know, I started on the 6th of November of 2014, so been going strong ever since. So I'm very, yeah, I'm very grateful for that, you know. Yeah, time goes so fast, and this makes seven months that I've uh, been on my, my position at Health and Associates. So, mm-hmm. seven, uh, seven months today. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. See well, how fast time goes? That's why I'm saying it's, it's our month. most precious commodity. You can't be messing around. Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah. Now, I, what I want to say to you, brother, before I, I, I delve in, because you know how fast times goes, I want to, yeah. uh, you know, say that you've been with me here, you know, within a year. I've had, you know, a lot of guests on. I've had you. I've had Sandy Roberts. I've had Terry Griffiths. I had... Mark Morgan, I've had um um attorney uh Essex, I've had um uh my husband Brian Keyes. So, you know, thankful to to all of you um being open um to uh you know being on my show and um helping it to be the success that it is. Okay? Now okay. let's get into it. As you know, I'm going to say that I coined the topic of my show, Re-Educating the Educated and Educating the Uneducated. When I was completing my Bachelor of Science degree from the University of Phoenix, Reginald, I did a lot, a lot of writing. You know, I used to do a lot of writing before as I've had stories published when we first came here to um, Arizona. And, um, and anyway, for this particular class, I was writing about the education in our society and this is when I incorporated the re-educating the educated and educating the uneducated into my paperwork because, you know, I'm such an advocate for educating people and for all of those who want and need to be educated. I feel they should be able to accomplish that and not have a myriad of, of, of stumbling blocks and stops in front of them. Now, Because I think that this country's educational system has failed us in so many areas, and because of this, it has caused our country to be on the continuum of being rated low among other countries for producing highly educated individuals, Reginald, especially in the technology and sciences area. This country's reading and mathematics scores are low as well. Now, a lot of this has to do with the continuum of depletion of monies being allocated from our country's government educational system to the ver- to the states so that they can, you know, do better in, in helping, um, you know, our children in schools. For example, the teachers lack adequate materials for books and, you know, the books are out of date and other essential tools to properly teach the students. Now, now, Reginald, a huge amount of our best teachers have left the profession for another profession. Right. Okay. It has been reported that our students, Reginald, that our students are bored. You know, I talked to children. They said that they are bored in school with how lessons or materials are being explained and or taught to them. Now, having said that, Reginald, there are a number of schools in this country who are beating the odds. Okay. All right. right. Now that now what I'm speaking about is like here in Arizona. 
We don't have to go and pick another state. We could just stay here in Arizona. Okay. Now, Arizona is being recognized by the Daily Beast, Washington Post, Newsweek, U.S. News, World Report. And they are saying that in Scottsdale, Reginald, Oral Valley, Chandler, Tucson North are turning out students who are meeting Oxford and Cambridge criteria and, 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 wow. and the, it's the basis. It's called the basis, B-A-S-I-S. And they mm-hmm. are nationally ranked and internationally acclaimed. Now, what do you have to say about what I said so far? Well, I, I think that's, well, wow. That's, that's the word that I come up with, with, with that. And, um, a lot of schools, they just, the, the regular public schools need to take a look at what some of these schools are doing. I'm not sure if they're charter schools or, or what, but I know there's some charter schools in Chicago that are doing fantastic things like uh, the schools here. And the school system needs to, they need to take a look at what these schools are doing. Obviously, they're doing something right because mm-hmm. they're turning out these students who are ready to rock and roll and go, and, and go to college. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and just to touch on another thing, when uh, Ron Paul, the former uh, presidential candidate, the father of of, of um, uh, Paul, I can't remember his uh, his it's, son's it's name. Father. Was president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he, he said the father, when he was running four years ago, said he would like to abolish the Department of Education. He said, "Why do we need a Department of Education?" I had a mm-hmm. conversation with that with one of my with one of my professors. Why do we need a Department of Education? Are, are, are you kidding me? And and when mm-hmm. politicians Republican politicians in particular, when they talk about we need to cut spending, we're doing too much spending. That's what they're talking about. They're talking exactly. about cutting, those, cutting funding for those particular departments. So when they, they always want to hit education. Spending, you know, I'm, no, I'm not understanding that because the governor, the new governor here, he did the mm-hmm. same thing and the people were all over that. Okay? Mm-hmm. They were all over that. But, you know, I don't get it. One of the things they want to do is stop education. You know, my thing is this. How are we going to have a thriving society if we don't have an educated society? You know, in, in Chicago, before prior to leaving there last year, uh, the new mayor, they closed, and, and I want to say about 8 or 15 schools, uh, high schools and, and grammar schools, and people were, were, were up in arms. Uh, he had to open up some of them. I'm not, I don't remember exactly how many he uh couldn't close or, or didn't close, but it was a number, a large number of, of school closings. Now, I understand population shift, neighborhood shift, you know, in big cities like that, you know, neighborhoods and things like that shift to change, but, you know, just closing, looking to close schools is totally ridiculous. We need to be opening schools. We need to be pulling these kids in who are, who are homeless, mm-hmm. you know, making mm-hmm. it uh, available for these school, these school, these kids so they can continue school and, and, and get their education and things like that. And, mm-hmm. and regarding science, uh, yeah, the Republican Party does not believe in science. You know, it's you know, right. They're having all of these things against science, which is just absolutely, they, they don't believe in, in the warming, global warming. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's not man-made. Donald Trump says, I don't believe it's man-made. And if you show me some evidence that it's man-made, well, bro, all you have to do is go online or listen to 
some of the top scientists from around the world, not this country, just this country, who are talking about global change. Actually, the president next week is going to a conference in France regarding global change, global mm-hmm. warming, you know, however you want to say. So, you know, and, and no wonder other countries are beating us in science and education. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the thing is, is that, on, on, you know, on the science part, for all of the um, uh, GOPs and anybody else who don't think that education is, is uh, essential, but they always want to go up in God's heavens. They always want to go to space and everything. If we don't have people who are educated in just the sciences, how is that supposed to be? Can, can you help me out with that? Just can you really, how is that supposed to be? <laughs> they're not, you know, they're they're so full of of uh, wanting to capitalize on a populace. They're not even they're not even thinking straight, in my opinion. You know, yeah. Yes. So now, yes. so brother, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk further about um, the topic of the show, which is reeducating the educated and educating the uneducated. Stay tuned. listeners, this is Teresa E. Keeves. Can you believe that this is the end of the year? Our most festive holiday celebrations are approaching quickly. My question to you is, do you have upcoming events that you would like to spread the word about? Or advertising your business holiday specials? Or what about fundraisers? Well, I have an offer for you. It's called 26200. Let me explain. You can have two 60-second advertisement slots for $200. That's right, $200. You can record your advertisement, keep it at 60 seconds, upload it to me via email, and you will be all set. Sounds simple? Because it is. For more information, give me a call at 480-283-7270. That's 480-283-7270. Or email me at info at denovobusiness.com. Do you know that bullying in the workplace and in our schools, whether it's grammar schools or high schools, is becoming more and more prevalent? This includes the rise of verbal abuse and physical abuse to our senior citizens. As a matter of fact, bullying is on the cusp of becoming a dominant occurrence in today's society. For example, CareerBuilder.com survey of 2012 noted that about 50% of all workplace bullying goes unreported. And NBC News reported that bullying statistics of 2013 for senior citizens is on the rise in America. And that statistics for bullying-related incidences in our schools, well, unfortunately, it is on the rise. If you find yourself being bullied in school or in the workplace and you need someone to help resolve your differences with professionalism, fairness, impartiality, and given a platform to be heard, give me a call. Professional mediator Teresa E. Keyes at 480-283-7270 or email me at Teresa at mediationtalkshow.expert. Now, it's time to put it all on the table through mediation. Here's your host, Teresa E. Keeves. Thank you, listeners out there, my fabulous listening audience, for returning with me. I know that you've gotten up and stretched and gotten some coffee and tea. We are returning with my brother, Reginald C. Campbell, as we are discussing the topic of my show, which is re-educating the educated and educating the uneducated in this country. 
Now, Reginald, here's my thing. So if this country were to adequately fund the school systems and simultaneously re-educate the individuals who have already achieved higher education, let's say our undergraduate and master degree individuals, to the same educational standards pursuant to what other countries are producing, then we too here in the United States can be more competitive in the affirmation areas for acquiring positions that this country is having issues filling because of the lack of individuals educated in the fields such as manufacturing. Okay. Now in regards Reginald to the uneducated portion of the populace, let's make it more palatable for people to attend and acquire achieving a higher education instead of throwing a myriad of checks and balances and extremely high tuition costs at them. Of course, now there's more to this than what I just said, but, you know, I would like to hear what your thoughts are on this. I think, you know, education is so important, and the young people that I've worked with over the past 23 years and currently, I, I stress that to them and mm-hmm. show you how education is important in other parts of the world. Uh, Prime Minister of, of Germany, Andrea Merkel, she, earlier this year, uh, she signed the law that graduate school, well, undergrad is already free, and now graduate school is, is free to anyone who wants to attend. Now, I know a lot of people well, oh, my God. Well, yeah, and this is why the education system in countries like that, why they have so many educated people who is the sciences and math and all of that, because they're making education reachable to everybody, to mm-hmm. everyone. Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. has talked about this. The president has talked about this. And uh, Senator Clinton, uh, Secretary Clinton, has talked about making junior college Exactly. For that students, it's good for everybody. It's a benefit to the country. It'll be a benefit to the world. Exactly. And and this is why I don't know what what you know what they're what they're getting at. And then, but yet, you know, I, you know, I love this country. I think it's a fabulous country. I think it's the you know the greatest country on earth. But we could be the greater, okay, country um, on earth. You know, and 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 I applaud those countries. And, and, you know, that are doing free graduate and undergraduate, um, um, school. And then, you know, but Reginald, uh, years ago, you know, when, um, 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 our aunt was going to, you know, getting her thing all started in her career, junior college was free in Illinois. It used to be free. Yes. All you, all yes. you were supposed to do was, I think, pay your, some nomination, some nominal fee, like, uh, registration or something like that, you know, but junior college was free. But but I just want to throw this in before I go on. But the thing is, is that mankind has bec- has totally gotten off kilter of what 
they're supposed to be doing. Okay. And so now everything is all about, it's all about the money. It's all about the money. I mean, look at the colleges, you know, they, they're all about, let's take football. They're all, if they don't have a good football team and so forth and so on, you know, that's millions of dollars right there that this brings in. You know, they're not thinking about students that, that want to come there. They'll let X amount of students in just to, you know, continue to promote, let's say their football team or something, you know, but, um, yeah, just like I talked about, um, um, university here in surprise arizona and um you know that that's a great opportunity it isn't free but here comes the but the tuition is is um you know quite low and i know that even then some people can't afford that you know like um you know a class is 75 dollars some people don't have 75 dollars to pay for a class is pay, okay, I pay $75 for a class or I don't pay all of my rent or I don't pay my light and gas bill, you know, it gets, it gets to that. So, you know, we really need to be more extended in our hands of, you know, of, you know, of helping, um, individuals to, to get an education, you know, and with the, and, and, and with the re-educated, uh, what I want to say more about that is that, you know, if we, we need to re-educate people, you know, that the fact that we are global, we are one, and we need to compete against, you know, with one another, not against one another, but we need to be competitive. And so in order for us to be competitive, we need to do things differently. We've been doing the same old thing like forever, okay? And and I think in the last show we talked about how people don't like to 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 grasp on the change. You know what I'm saying, Reginald? <laughs> They want to keep doing the same thing over and over again. You know, on that same vein, I think I I may have lost Reginald. Reginald? Yeah, we we may have lost Reginald. But um we're I'm gonna to continue um to talk. I wanna talk about um you know, I do a lot of research, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and um I went online and there is a, a called education.university.com. And it states in part the following about Japan, for example. Well, since the end of World War II, education has been compulsory for all children in Japan for nine years, which includes six of primary, six of primary, um, uh, six years of primary school, also called elementary school, and three years of lower secondary school, also called middle school or junior high school. Children start their schooling at the age of six, after graduating from primary school six years later, and then lower secondary school three years after that. They have completed their compulsory educational period by the age of 15. At that point, most students move along to upper secondary um, school, which is high school, for an for three additional years, followed by four years of university education for an even more um, select group. Um, do we have Reginald back with us? I'm back. Oh, hi, Reginald. I was just um, reading something from Education State University, and I was talking about how Japan resurrected itself. Um, after World War II for the educational system for their, for the, you know, the, the children there in Japan. Now, um, the rankings, this article says, are confirmed with a combination of OECD's PISA test, international test, international mathematics and science study, international reading literacy study, and other U.S. studies. 
Asians, which includes South and Southeast, followed by Norwegians. And then others are again leading the world, you know, in the best, you know, ed, you know, in the best education. So now the thing is the number one, the number one country, Reginald and my listeners out there that has the highest ranking, as I said, with a combination of the OECD's PISA test and the math and the science and reading and literacy, what I just said, South Korea is the number one, Reginald, number one. Wow. Wow. It's number one, guys. Japan comes at number two. Singapore comes at number three. Hong Kong is number four, guys. Finland is five. The U.K. is six. Canada is seven. Netherlands is eight. Ireland is nine. Poland is 10, Denmark is 11, Germany is 12, Russia is 13, and then finally I get it to us, United States, we're 14. Okay? Wow. Yeah, wow. we're 14 out of the whole, <laughs> the whole world. We're 14. You know what wow. I'm saying, Reginald? Yeah, and, and there was a time when the United States led the world in, in, in science. I mean, listen, this country landed a human being, human beings on the moon not once but twice. Uh, yeah. You know, President Kennedy said that we're going to land a man on the moon and, um, you know, do other things, not because it's easy, but because it's hard. And, mm-hmm. you know, so that put a challenge out there to, to our scientists. And just the things that um, are used in regular society computers and, and and watches and things like that that have come through um, the scientists and things like that who are working on sending a man to the moon, you know, all, all these other things that were developed, all the other things that help society that were developed during during that time that, that we use now, microwave ovens and all of that. So, you know, it just shows how, how education is a, is a wonderful thing, not just for... Mm-hmm. One country, but but for everybody. And again, uh, you know, like you were saying, I love this country. This is the best country in the world. Would never you want better to believe it. Else. But we but we've got to get our things in order as far as educating our population, mm-hmm. of having an educated, healthy population. We Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, well said. Yes, because an educated populace is a healthy populace, okay? Yes. And that, that, that doesn't include, um, of you being educated and knowing how to, um, best fortify your body with the best, uh, um, foods to eat and having the affordability to buy the best foods to eat. But it also encompasses you in, in knowing the best foods to eat for expanding your mind, okay? Expanding your mind. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. All right. So, um, yeah, you know, we, 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 yeah, we, we just need to do better with that. We just need to do better with that. We need to stop all of this other craziness we got going on and, 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 um, focus on the real was, was really, you know, really happening and was, and was really needed, you know? Right. So, with, yeah. Because yeah. within all of that, there's, there's a kid somewhere that has the cure for AIDS that has the cure for cancer. There's a kid there, you know. Exactly. We need to educate people again. So so this is something, you know, cure for 
cancer is not just a cure for cancer in the United States, for the world. A cure for is, AIDS, and not just for, for, for people in this country who are suffering from AIDS, but all through the world. Parkinson's disease, I mean, on and on and on. And so mm-hmm. it's not just, you know, some, some, some rich kid, and hey, I have nothing against money. Love money. Going to be a billionaire one day. Love it. But it's not just the rich kid who are going, who should go to college and be able to have an education. There mm-hmm. lies a lot of poor kids who have a lot to give to this society. Again, mm-hmm. I believe that cure for cancer and AIDS and so many other things lies within one of those kids right now who may mm-hmm. be homeless, who may not be able to have, you know, the things that, that other kids have. And just as a society, it's our job. It's our job to educate each other. It's our mm-hmm. job to educate our children. It's our job to look out for our veterans, for our elderly, feed our children. That's our job, damn it. That's our job. We're That's what we're so. But see, this is what I'm saying. You know, we're going to break in about a couple of minutes here, brother. But um, this is what I'm saying. People have totally lost what it is that they're supposed to do. All right. You're, we're not supposed to be out here. You know, we're not supposed to be out here being nasty and everything to one another and 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 um, and, and doing our best to try to build uh, you know, racism and all of that stuff. That's not what we're supposed to be doing, you know, bashing each other, um, you know, on the stage as we're, you know, uh, 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 you know, vying to be president of, of this great country. That's not what we're supposed to be doing. But, you know, even aside from that, we just as, um, you know, um, uh, the regular folk, let's say, these are things that we're supposed to be doing. And I want to be uh, piggyback on this and then we're going to go to break. And uh, we're going to end this segment uh, here because when I come back, we're going to review some of the um, shows that that were that we talked about in the, you know, in the last uh, year. But, um, you know, this is what I mean about reeducating, you know, the educated. There may just be someone out there as well, Reginald, that if you reeducate them, that that they can come up on some cures or, or whatever. Who knows? You know, because you and I love going to school. Um, you know, next year I'm going in to get my Ph.D. Who knows what that may spark to do something that's going to be great to help the world and and things like that. You know, so I feel I feel right now I'm helping the world just by talking to them and telling them about um, that, that we need to uh, uh, do better in how we, um, you know, alleviate our, our disagreements and and um, our, our conflicts and things like that. You know, that's that's huge. So, um Anyway, brother, we're going to take a break, as I said, and when we come back, we're going to discuss, ladies and gentlemen, um, some of the shows that we have aired before. So get up and stretch, get some coffee and tea, and come back with me. know that bullying in the workplace and in our schools, whether it's grammar schools or high schools, is becoming more and more prevalent? This includes the rise of verbal abuse and physical abuse to our senior citizens. As a matter of fact, bullying is on the cusp of becoming a dominant occurrence in today's society. For example, CareerBuilder.com survey of 2012 noted that about 50% of all workplace bullying goes unreported. And NBC News reported that bullying statistics of 2013 for senior citizens is on the rise in America. And that statistics for bullying-related incidences in our schools, well, unfortunately, it is on the rise. 
If you find yourself being bullied in school or in the workplace and you need someone to help resolve your differences with professionalism, fairness, impartiality, and given a platform to be heard, give me a call. Professional mediator Teresa E. Keys at 480-283-7270 or email me at Teresa at mediationtalkshow.expert. You're listening to Put It All on the Table Through Mediation with Teresa E. Keeves. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for returning with me. I certainly appreciate it. Uh, once again, um, this is uh, this show is marking my one-year anniversary, and I have um, the world's greatest mental health specialist on uh, line with me, Reginald C. Campbell. And the topic of our show is educating the educated and educating re I'm sorry, re-educating the educated and educating the uneducated. Um, we talked about that the first part of my show, and now we're going to go on to the second part of my show. And um, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to uh, uh, review um, some of the shows that we have had in the past. And if any of you would like to call in and and um, uh, have any comments? I haven't given the phone number out in a while. Is one eight 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 go for it? That's one eight 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 go for it. Now, brother, on November sixth, it marked the first time I aired on thegreattalkzone.com, and the title of the show was "The Future Is Now: Mediate, Don't Litigate." Now, on this show, I introduced myself and I spoke in detail, and I thought I was very eloquent. Um, about the benefits, the great, uh, you know, the great benefits that is, you know, contained in mediation over litigation. Now, a year has passed, Reginald, and you might ask, do I feel the same way about mediation as I spoke about it on my radio program? Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Matter of fact, I, I, you know, the, the, the fire has grown even uh, bigger and brighter, um, about mediation. Um, and so, I, I, I'd like to know, Rachel, what do you feel, um, you know, is, is mediation the better way to go um, to resolve differences, you know, versus um, mediate uh, litigation? I, I, you know, I think it is. Uh, and like you, I've gotten in, in this past year, and boy, this year has gone by so fast. It doesn't seem Didn't like it? it's, been, been, it's been a year. But, you know, again, congratulations on, on that. And, and I think it, it does. It, it does, and and how you were talking about how you uh, assist um, our, our younger people, our high school students, our grammar school students. That's where it starts. That's mm-hmm. that's where it starts because they need to know that they need to know how how do we solve problems because they're going to have those issues, and and not just in school, but then they can take what they've learned in school and they can take that to their friend, to their parent, to you know to whoever. To, to assist them in mediating and, and solving issues and, and problems and, and mm-hmm. not just arguing and not just going for a gun or, 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 or a weapon, you know. And so it, it is it is so important, and it gets people to talk. Yes. Getting people to talk, to sitting down at a table, everyone has their opportunity to say what they need to say. Everyone gets their point across. Everyone may not get everything that they want, but that's that's life. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but but you're getting you're getting people together and getting people to talk and learning how to hash out these problems or whatever. These problems, that, that exactly. And and and, 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 and 
Yeah, and and doing it without raising voices and and um, getting up and shouting and and getting up and walking out of the room and and um, and things like this. I feel that when we sit down and we talk in you know in in a calm atmosphere that begins within ourselves first, and then we talk, um, you know, to to the individuals at the table, and you know, when everybody is calm, you'd be surprised about. What, how much you can, how much you can learn and what you can find out. And then at the same point, you can also find out things that, you know, you have done wrong. Because as I tell people that in the mediation process, it's a learning process. And I do everything that I possibly can to get people to learn uh, from this process. And that includes having some kind of tools that they can take away with them that they can implement in their own personal life as you know, disputes or conflicts, you know, may arise towards them, you know. And um, so it, 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 it's I, I love it. It's very open. And um, and um, and I totally agree with all of the um, all of my peers out there giving a shout out to Woody Morstan. I'm hoping now I pronounce his name right. It's M-O-S-T-E-N. He's very well on in the um in the uh, field of of mediation and um he he and other uh people in the field are saying and they're saying what I'm saying that mediation is the way to go it's doing nothing but getting more and more momentum more and more countries are using mediation china uk um you know and other european countries are using mediation more and more to resolve their dish, their differences and it is a differences you know involving you were late on your mortgage or your credit card. These are differences. Um, this is this this uh, mediation tool is being used to talk about, you know, um, arms and and um, and, uh, uh, and and other and other uh, big um, items that you know that are, are lifesavers for you know mankind. So I, I you know I really like that. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, on December eleventh. We talked about checking your biases at the door. You know, your biases. Do you check them at the door when mediating? And so you were my guest on this show, uh, for this talk. And it was a, this is the first time you were on my show, December 11th. So that, yeah, that marks, that marks your anniversary. And, and yeah, and you were still in the, in the process of relocating to Arizona. So now, mm-hmm. unfortunately, brother, um biases and prejudices still exist big time in this country unfortunately there yeah. still continues to be you know individuals whose minds are stagnated to the times and actions that should no longer be in existence you know what i mean now right. um on this show um on this show we talked about basically leaving your biases at the door for being a mediator mediating a case that could have disputants that does not fit your criteria for example Mm -hmm. you know of how a human being should look or how they should dress or act and we talked a bit about individuals in your profession and the importance of leaving your biases at the door because the fact is at the end of the day these are human beings in a dispute Mm -hmm who are finding their way like everybody else, and they have choices to make because God has given us that, and they made them. Now, whether, you know, we may agree with their choices or not, 
and we talked about some of these things we as professionals in our fields do prior to entering the room to assist our clients. So, you know, there's, there's thing, there's a, a couple of things that I, you know, would like to say that, that, um, that I do prior to, you know, um, mediating a case. And I know there's things that you do prior to hearing, um, you know, going in and, and, um, you know, doing your therapist, um, um, uh, you know, your, your therapist profession for your clients. Now, having said that, I need to take another quick break. So when we come back, we're going to jump right back on this. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, listeners, this is Teresa E. Keeves. Can you believe that this is the end of the year? Our most festive holiday celebrations are approaching quickly. My question to you is, do you have upcoming events that you would like to spread the word about? Or advertising your business holiday specials? Or what about fundraisers? Well, I have an offer for you. It's called 26200. Let me explain. You can have two 60-second advertisement slots for $200. That's right, $200. You can record your advertisement, keep it at 60 seconds, upload it to me via email, and you will be all set. Sounds simple? Because it is. For more information, give me a call at 480-283-7270. That's 480-283-7270. Or email me at info at denovobusiness.com. Do you have disagreements with your landlord regarding your home or apartment that you are renting? Or have you fallen behind in your HOA payments and you cannot reason with the HOA Association for resolution of your issues? I can assist you. I am an independent professional mediator. My name is Teresa E. Keyes. Give me a call at 480-283-7270. Or email me at Teresa at MediationTalkShow.expert. You do not have to litigate your disagreements. They can be professionally mediated. The process of professional mediation is an effective, efficient, timely, and less costly method for resolving your disputes. Please give me a call for a 0283-7270. Welcome back to Put It All on the Table Through Mediation. Here again, Teresa E. Keeves. Thank you for returning uh, with me, my fabulous listening audience. And um, you are returning with uh, my brother as well, Reginald C. Campbell, mental health specialist here, uh, therapist here in the great state of Arizona. And um, now we're, we're going over some of the shows that we talked about um, um, in, the, in the past, okay? So now before break, Reginald, I was asking um, if you could, because um, we have like eight minutes left to the show, and I like to get in as much as I possibly can, um, um, you know, two things that you can um, say to me and my listeners out there about making assurances for leaving biases at the door before you speak with your clients. Um, you know, what I like to do, well, first, uh, before saying that, I, I've uh, just been joined by one of my colleagues, uh, Carolyn. Uh, she's a young lady that I work with here, and she's uh, fantastic. Keep, keeps me on the ball, makes sure everything that, that we need to do is, is is there on the line. So I just want to give her a shout-out. Um, okay. Uh, biases, you know, simply treating people the way you want to be treated. 
mm-hmm. you know, it, it's that simple. To, you know, if if you want respect, if you want that person, um, if you had a daughter, son, father, whatever, who was sitting in that chair, how would you want them to be treated? And mm-hmm. so you treat them the way you would want to be treated or somebody that you love, you would want them to be treated in that respectful way. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as biases, I think Donald Trump and the Republican Party can take a page out of that because this is nothing but bias and prejudice and, and racism. Mm-hmm. You know, so you don't say these ugly things about people. You don't treat those who live in a glass house, don't throw no rocks. That's right. Don't please put the rocks down because this guy has been divorced twice. He's filed for bankruptcy twice. Mm-hmm. And people assume currently right now for people who bought property who got screwed on that, the so-called Trump University that went under before it got started, you know, took people's money. They're suing it for that. For that, yeah. You know, talking about all these wonderful things of what he's going to do and, you know, all of this. No, stop it. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. So, mm-hmm. so biases goes along with prejudice and, and racism. And, you know, we just need to stop that as human beings, as, as people of God. We're all children of God. We're all learning. We all have That's right. And mm-hmm. it's our job to help those who want to be helped to help pull them up. That's the, you know, again, as, as human beings. That's our job. That's just my Exactly. Exactly. We're not supposed to snub our nose down at at anyone. Well, some of the things I I do, um, you know, prior to uh, my whole day and, um, you know, and especially if I'm going in to to mediate. um, And also I do this before I hear cases as well. But we're talking about mediation right now is that I always I always um, go into prayer. And I always ask God to give me all of the things that I need um, so that I can have a successful um, uh, resolution process for the individuals that I'm going to uh, going to be guiding them, um, uh, you know, in, in a dispute. Um, and so that I can resolve those issues uh, as best and amicably as possible. I always when the individuals come into the door, I'm always standing and I always welcome them. I welcome them to the mediation process. Some of them look at me like, what? You know, uh, kind of pensive. But um, that that is one thing that is a very good icebreaker. And I've been using that uh, for years. You know, I welcome them uh, to the mediation process. And then I uh, uh, introduce myself to them. I always make sure I shake everybody's hand. The room is already set up prior to them um coming in and I always direct them to where they're, you know, they're, they'll be seating, sitting, and I'm always respectable uh, of them. And I threw, and I, and I, you know, I don't, I'm not going to say, you know, I respect you, but, you know, I'm always respectable of them, uh, just the persona uh, that, that is thrown out, you know, like your any is your Audi. So, you know, I'm, I'm always respectable um, of, of them because I, I truly do um, have a, you know, I, there, there's a soft place in my heart for, um, for, for mankind, you know, and, um, and, you know, I, 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 I have hope and, you know, as well, you know, so those are a couple of the things that, that I do. Okay. So thank you for that, Reginald. So now let's, let's go on to workplace conflicts that added, that was a show that aired on March 19th. 
And uh, more and more companies, Reginald, are hiring, hiring mediators to deal with disputes at their organizations. You know, they want a fast and amicable resolution to their employees' work and, you know, organization production, you know, uh, don't suffer due to disagreements regarding workplace disp- disputes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that was a good discussion. Now, the the other uh, discussion um, is that, because um, I got about four minutes, is that um, assisting individuals with disability. Now, that aired on the 30th of, of uh, April, Rachel, and that was a good one. You were on with me on that. And, um, and, you know, and I want to say, Reginald, in the wake of this country celebrating our veterans on Veterans Day, you know, they're still wanting to cut benefits from the veterans. Reginald, it was a discussion on, on television yesterday. I mean, cutting benefits is not something that needs to be done to the veterans. They need more assistance. And I feel that professional mediation would be extremely beneficial for assisting them in acquiring what they need. What do you think? I think that's true because a lot of uh, our veterans don't know where to go to get services, and then once they get those services, there's you know there may be obstacles in their way to obtaining those those services. So, for instance, if a client uh, or person or veteran needs Social Security, you know right away they're going to deny them. So that veteran mm-hmm. may want to know what you know what do I do next, or he needs someone to sit down with him when he's in that process with Social Security. I sat with a client uh, last week in, in Yuma uh, through that through that whole process. So so they're they're needing that process, um, which is mediating, not which is lawyering, as as they used to say on the on the Beverly Hillbillies uh, program show back yeah. in the day. You know, <laughs> lawyering. So that, mm-hmm. that lawyering is is, is mediating uh, as mm-hmm. far as workplace uh, conflicts. I mean, that's true. You've got a, a million people, a gazillion personalities, you know, things like that. Sometimes we're going to rub each other the wrong way, but it's how do we, at the end of the day, do what you need to do for the company, for the client, and and take yourself home. You know, mm-hmm. all, of, all of the other stuff, that that doesn't matter. How tall she is, how tall he is, how you if they like sushi, you don't like sushi, who cares, you know. And at the end of the day, and 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 so again, it's 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 learning those skills, or having those skills of that person available who can assist people, clients, veterans uh, with the things or conflicts that they have. Absolutely. Well, Reginald, this has been another fabulous show, and um, I no, I, I, I love I love the I, talk. I, I, yep. Yes. No. Yes. 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 Yeah, Actually, I'm telling you, I'm going to need. I'm listen. Go. I'm going to need like a two-hour show. <laughs> I, I but, know, right? but yeah, it 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 goes by fast, you know. So I want to thank you, Rachel, for always being there when I need you, and I want to say God bless you and have a fabulous day. And well, I also you, want to say uh, thanks again to my fabulous listeners for tuning into my show, and it is my pleasure to speak with you about the great benefits contained within the mediation process, and I'm looking forward to another year here on the thegreattalkzone.com. And should you find yourself in a dispute, remember to give me a call for a 0-283-7270 or email me at info at denovabusiness.com. Mediate, not litigate. Be kind to yourself and others. This is Teresa Keeves. <laughs>